Hey, look at you, all grown up and needing car insurance. You don't have to freak out if you got a driving record that's not so hot or worry if you aren't sure exactly what you need. Able Insurance has your back. Pass up the national insurance companies where you're just another number and keep your auto insurance right here in Charlottesville. 979-0814 is the number. Ableinsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? Say one more time. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Ahmad Hawkins. I appreciate you for rocking with me on this Monday afternoon. Make sure you subscribe to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Blog Talk Radio, on various platforms, Podbean, YouTube. Subscribe. Go to each one of them and subscribe for your boy. And if you need your redemption shirts or just any type of Shut the Hell Up Juice merch, make sure you go to sthujuice.com. Salute to the sponsors, Aber Insurance and Connor Murray Realtor. If you need home, business, auto insurance, go to aberinsurance.com. For all your insurance needs, holler at Billy and Charlene White and tell them um, the ball hawk sent you. And if you're looking for a home in the Charlottesville area, uh, whether it's luxury homes, whether you're looking for, you know, working farms, townhomes, golfing properties, make sure you holler at Connor Murray Realtor. Go follow him at Connor Murray Real Estate on Instagram and Facebook. And he'll definitely take care of you. Again, proud sponsor of the Ballhawk Show, Connor Murray Realtor and Able Insurance. So let's go ahead and get this episode started. We're going to be discussing. University of Virginia football and their spring game that took place this past Saturday, April 27th. Also, salute and um, thanks to everybody that came out to John Paul Jones Arena at 10 o'clock a.m. that Saturday morning to pay their respects and to celebrate the life of Hall of Fame coach, the GOAT himself, George Wells, as we celebrated his life, uh, moderated uh, by... Rondé Barber, as far as the panel that they had with some of the players, the great Franco Harris was there. Bill Curry was there. Um, Coach O'Brien returned. Anthony Poindexter, uh, Chris Slade, Sean Moore. The list goes on and on. The many greats that were in attendance, former players, former administrators, former coaches. I saw Coach Marcos was there also. Um, Like I said, man, it was just so many great people there just celebrating the life of Coach George Wells, who was just – uh, a man that touched my life and did so much for my life. And um, it was just great to see his family and people that loved him just fellowshipping, fellowshipping in one building. Uh, so salute to that. Uh, when we get into the spring game, uh, it was a it was a, it was a positive turnout. So where I'm from, Hampton, Virginia, they had a something in the water concert with Pharrell Williams brought out the likes of Missy Elliott and Jay-Z, Beyonce. So, UVA was competing with um, what's the golly, uh, Foxville? What is it, Fox Hill? Whatever the little the little junk with the dogs, the racing and stuff. 
as you can tell, I'm not into that. But it seems like our spring game always falls on the same day of a bunch of other events because also it was a track meet on grounds that was heavy as well. So, um, But the turnout to me was still pretty good, pretty decent. ESPN was in the building. I know Cove uh, was on the TV telecast doing the, play, uh, doing the color commentary. So salute to my dog, Cove. Um, and my takeaways from the game is that the defense – show that they are ahead of the curve. Um, even though they were missing some guys on the back end, that's very important for us. Uh, but overall, I thought the defense did what they were supposed to do. Usually in the spring, the defense usually jumps out and they get busy. I remember the three years that I was here that I played offense, uh, it was just seemed like we was always behind the eight ball. Then when I jumped to defense, it felt good because it felt like we just had the upper hand. Um, in the spring, defensively, you're just going to be in front because especially especially with this offense, the defense is definitely going to win because Bryce Perkins is a guy that relies on his legs. So if you want to know how the spring game went and you wasn't there with the scoring system, the defense won according to the scoring system, 78 to 69. All right. So here's how it scored. The defense picks up six points for a turnover, three points for a sack. Three points for a third or fourth down stop. Two points for a tackle for a loss. One point for causing an inefficient offensive play. And the offense, they received six points for a touchdown. Three points for a field goal. Three points for a big play. Two points for a first down. One point for an efficient efficient offensive play. And the the team actually ran approximately 68 plays for the day so instead of being split up on two sides it's just offense and defense and i think it was like that when i was here with coach wells also it was just offense and defense um so that's how it scored so you know you just think of this so jordan mack had a pick six right <clears throat> so he gets essentially six points for the turnover uh he probably got the defense one point for causing an inefficient offensive play and he probably got another six points for a touchdown. So that play in itself got you, what, 13 points? Just off that one point. But it's it's like it's the same for the offense if you get, you know, a touchdown, but it's an explosive play. Well, nah, I take that back. It, if, if you get a pick six on the defense, you pretty much double your output. And, and that's what happened. And that's how they essentially ended up winning because they won by nine points. So I would say that Jordan Mack pick probably really put them over the top. That wasn't the only pick on the day for the defense. And I I will just say um, for a guy like Bryce Perkins, it, it, it instinctively makes him hesitant because he can't do what we love and what we know he can do is put pressure on defensive backs and linebackers alike because he really can't run. Like I mean, he can run, but once he breaks the the line of scrimmage, you essentially just got to get close to him, and they're gonna blow the whistle because they're gonna not. They won't take the chance of you hitting him. So that's why it seemed like we really couldn't run the football. Now I don't want to take anything away from our defense, our defensive staff, and the defense by saying that's why they were struggling to run the football. I mean, we were missing. I want to say we was missing three. We're missing three known linemen also. Like I said, it was it was pretty much we pretty much beat up. Okay, we missed we were missing twenty five players 
to injury. Joey Blunt on defense, Brent Nelson on defense, Matt Gom on defense, Richard Bernie on defense, and then you got Joe Reed on offense. Ben Hogg is out for good on offense. P.K. Kier was out on offense. Um, you had Chris Glazer, Bobby Haskins, Dylan Rankins-Meyer on the offensive line. But as far as the inability for us to run the football, I really feel like you know Bryce Perkins opens up a lot for the offense, but I think it's a good problem to have in the spring because it causes guys to really buckle down and focus on their assignments when the defense is kind of, in a sense, cheating because they know Bryce isn't really going to pull the football. So that can only make our offense and offensive line better. Not saying that our defense is cheating and not getting better because they're still going to read their keys. They're still going to get graded the same, and the coaches are going to remind them, like, look, just don't pin your ears back and start, you know, cheating the drill just because we know Bryce not going to pull the ball. But I think that definitely plays a role in our inability to run the football as we would like and as we would expect. Now you factor in, you know, PKs out, a kid like Mike Hollins, who everybody, you know, has big expectation um, is not here yet. But then you get a great story of somebody coming out of nowhere and becoming the talk of the spring. And, you know, you had a guy like Chris Sharp who had a nice cutback run. And he wasn't – he's not the talk of the town when I'm talking about the running backs. And I'm talking about Wayne Twala Papa. I just call him Papa. Wayne is a dude that went on a two-year mission last year as a true freshman, just playing on the special teams. And here's a guy that just does any and everything that you ask of him. Um, I wouldn't say he's great. At something, but he's good at everything. You know, he, he's solid in the pass pro. He hits the hole quick, fast, in a hurry. He can catch the football. He's very bright, has solid vision. The one thing I like about him is, is he's decisive and he gets skinny, meaning he's similar to Jordan in the sense that nothing's there, but they see something that we don't see, and they create the lane. A lot of people don't realize last year Jordan would just run in the back of his lineman and create creases himself. And I think Wayne has that similar uh, attribute about himself. He's not as powerful as Jordan. He knows only 200, he's only 200 pounds compared to Jordan being like 230 pounds. But Wayne is a guy that's really caught the eye of everybody. Um, coming out of the spring, he's number one on the depth chart. Um, and Coach made it known that the the competition for, in, for the running back position is going to be reopened. But there has to be... A great feeling for a young man that was out of football for two years for his spiritual beliefs and, and then to return and within one year um, of coming back. I'm sorry, my wife was just texting me. With, within coming back, you know, he, he's the top guy. So salute to him, man. This is what the spring is all about. And and Damon Dillon for, for CBS 19 asked me, you know, who was some of the breakout guys. And I really didn't want to just name drop him because I wanted the fans to kind of see for themselves how much he's has improved. Of course, I'm a receiver and DB, so I'm always looking at those two positions. But anytime I went to practice, he caught my eye because he's very sudden. He has sudden quickness. He's not going to wow you with his speed, but he gets to the second level quick. Um, as far as the receivers, uh, um, Tavares Kelly had a big catch. I'm um, very excited about, you know, seeing his progression from his first to his second year. Billy Kemp, 
um, was nursing the injury. He had a phenomenal spring, in my opinion. I think the kid's going to be dynamite. I like what both of them bring to the table. Uh, just diminutive guys that has, you know, elite quickness. And then both of them have very good speed. Uh, we got Hasaias Dubois on the outside. Jalen Harrison from baseball is now playing football. Excited to see what he can do. Jana demonstrated that he can be a game breaker for us. He had a touchdown catch in the spring. Joe Reed was nursing the injury. We know what he can do. Um, it's just so many guys that I'm excited to see when we go into the in fall camp, you know, how they progress because the springtime is you're just retouching up things uh, similar to just mastering your craft. And if you're a new guy, you can throw yourself and really get a jump start on what to, what, what's to be expected in the fall. And um, that was just my takeaway from it. I don't really put too much into the spring as far as trying to gauge how that's going to how that's going to propel us to the to next season. I just feel like the main thing is we didn't have any additional injuries due to the spring game. So we came out unscathed in that aspect. Like I said, we had over 20 guys that didn't participate. A lot of those guys had maintenance surgeries and precautionary things to which they understood the importance of spring ball is health, self-preservation first. But if you can play and you can practice, get your butt out on the practice field. But with that being said, it allowed a lot of young guys to enthrall themselves into the added pressure of being a starter and have that expectation thrust upon them to see how they can respond when you are number one on the depth chart. It's the difference between being the backup and filling in and being the starter, and now all the responsibility is on you. Can you make the checks? And I understand we're going against our offense so much that you can identify plays depending on formations, but can you train yourself to read your keys? Can you train yourself to understanding, you know, how being – offset one yards away from the line of scrimmage can play a factor in certain plays, whether you break up the pass or you intercept the pass, just being a detail oriented. Uh, so yeah, man. So I know the, the main thing that jumped out to the fans is what our, our inability to run the football, basically our inability to move the football. Like the defense did that, did that thing, man. Defense is going to be stout. Jordan Mack moved back to his uh to his buck position in the inside backer. Last year he was playing the Mike position. Um, so you gotta think when he was playing the buck position when Mike Akaza was playing the Mike, he had over hundred tackles. And when you playing that Mike position, you gotta come out you majority of the time setting the table to where you you smashing faces and the other guy could kinda scrape off the top. Or you gotta be responsible for all the checks. I just I just like Jordan at the buck because he's so athletic so big and strong he's former safety so you can you know he could run um and now we got snyder and, and zandir in the perfect world i would i wish that if snyder started on the inside you got you could put zandir on the outside but then again you look at elliot or you look at noah opposite of snowden i mean i'm some tall ass outside linebackers boy that's like playing power forward on the basketball team Snowden and Noah look, I mean, both of them were six, 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 seven. Elliot not a short dude himself, and we know what he can do. He can get to the quarterback in a hurry. We got a good problem that linebacker, man. Because I feel like no matter, you know, 
who starts between Snyder and Zandir, both are going to be getting some reps regardless because we, we showed that we will go, you know, four to five linebackers if we have to on third down to create added pressure for the opposing quarterback. And the secondary, you know, Jermaine Corwell Jr., he just been getting hit with the injury bug, but when he's healthy, I think he's a phenomenal talent that, that can get it get, that can get it done. We know what uh Darius can do, opposite side of of the all American Bryce Hall, who had an interception, who said he came back to improve on what he did last year. So, you know, you got Bratton on one side, you got Hall on the other. I mean, we got DBs. You got we got DBs. I mean, I, I I trust what Coach Nick Howell does with his DBs. Man, I coach the staff in general, man. You know, they, they just know how to prepare guys mentally. And we just get it done. So, not going to talk your head off about the spring, man. It was about 15 to 16 minutes. Uh, I definitely appreciate everybody that came out. If I got a chance to talk to any of you on the field or in the stands, definitely appreciate your support. It was definitely dope seeing redemption shirts in the stands, man. I definitely appreciate anybody that's – Shop with um just went to stsujuice.com and purchased your shut the hell up juice of pearl. Um, but that's it, man. Wahoo wah. Spring is over. Get all these guys healthy. It's time for the summer where they lift and they become masters of their craft on their own. And then we jump into fall camp on to beat pit. So that's all I got for y'all, man. Peace. I want the whole world spin my record. Sherob, the hood of styles, check game, stay free records. Ho! Show the girl fed the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitted hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I come and do about a whole kind of lodge. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, both some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars, I be massaging. I got twenty-two cents and be massaging. I take a penny and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat, I be massaging. The big two, I be massaging. I be massaging, I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole share road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a twelve gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop all night, cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole cheese. We massage, bad new posse constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Santo Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. On how to get rich, take a penny and flip a penny, then 40 billion. Uh huh? Why I be massaging? 
track, car steering wheel. I be beside you. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.